to me. Hallelujah to Jesus, my King, my King, to rescue a sinner like me. say amen what a wonderful song he abandoned his kingdom he abandoned everything to rescue a sinner like me so that is a wonderful wonderful story and not only story but something that that we can claim as christians and if anybody will believe in the lord jesus christ he or she can be saved at this time let's prepare our hearts and our minds and let's listen to the preacher Amen. Thank you very much, special. What a wonderful special we have this morning. At, uh, we feel sorry kay ang, ang atong kaaway, ang itagidog share. So, uh, <clears throat> it seems that he's, he's victorious sometimes at ang PA system. And those who are, we feel sorry about those who are monitoring sa ang live stream. And uh, <clears throat> we need to really pray and pray. The devil is working. Your Bible, please, in the book of Numbers. Numbers, uh, uh, but before we open our Bible, I'd like to, for us to recognize and congratulate our newlywed uh, couple, the engineer and uh, engineer uh, Berhill and... Uh, Mrs. Bagutsai, Arian Bagutsai, uh, would you please stand, uh, the, the two of you? Uh, give them, please, a, a big hand. Amen. 
I'm sure nga si Brother Berhill will always behave kay ang iyang papa sa likod. Ay nagabantay na siya ron iyang papa sa likod. So behave dong ha. <laughs> well, we're happy to be here this morning. We enjoyed the the wedding. Actually, giplano nga ang tanang simbahan imbitahon pero tungod sa protocol, 25 ra gyud maka-appeal, no. So uh, <clears throat> well, uh, be that as it may. Numbers 13, please, in your Bible. Hoping that we're back. Now, are we back sa live streaming this time? Nakabalik na bata sa live streaming? Uh, please, please uh, give me a sign here so that I can greet those who are... Um, are we back sa live streaming? Are we back sa live streaming? Wala pa? Okay, give me a sign so that I can greet our viewers. Numbers 13, verses number 1 up to verse number 3. And then we will jump into verse 17 to 33. Kindly rise, please. Please rise. Numbers 13, verses 1 to 3. I hope you have found your place now. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. Remember, a ruler among them. Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. And then look at verse number 17, please. Verse 17, and Moses sent them to spy, to ice. It is said Moses was the one who sent them out into the land of Canaan and said unto them, Give you up. So they went up, searched the land from Hamad. They went by the south and came to Hebron. And then verse number 27. And they told him and said, we have, we have really found that God is true. What he said is true. And uh, so, nevertheless, the people be strong. And dwell, that dwell in the land, and the cities were walled, every great, and, uh, and so uh, very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Enoch there. And the uh, Amalekites dwell in the land. And... Uh, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains and Canaan, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. And Caleb still the people, and Moses let us go up at once and possess it, for we are able, we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with them said, Be not, we, are, we be not able to go up, up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought an evil report of the land. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God today. And Lord, you know the, uh, the present um, disturbance we're facing on our coverage. You know that our members are expecting to hear the word of God today. And Lord, we commit to you, cover us with your blood. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Be seated. 
sometimes technical problems would is caused by the low uh, flow of uh, internet uh, connection and sometimes it's just there no so we had a heavy rain last night and uh, when we have problems at one connection people would easily switch into another channel and so um, we are really praying because this is a very serious business at the church in live streaming we have people watching us not only in our city but watching us in other places so we're sorry about that we we greet our, our viewers uh, we're back in our live stream today if you're watching us, if you're first time watching us, we welcome you to our church, our services this morning in hope. And pray that you'll be blessed by the grace of God to the word preached today. Members, we're praying for you. We are... <clears throat> we, have we already congratulated Sir Ali Mameba? Not yet. <coughs> Wedding anniversary already. I'll give them please a Nakusigawas. Okay, uh, continue to pray for Sir John for his full recovery. And uh, <clears throat> I need water, please. Are we happy in the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. Numbers is the wilderness book of the Old Testament. Book of Numbers. This book describes the failure of the nation at Cadiz Barnea and their wandering in the wilderness until wandering as the longest funeral march in history. Can you imagine the longest funeral march in history? Yesterday we buried Mom Virgin Marsigan and uh, we had our early service. Uh, we traveled from St. Peter to uh, uh, Waters Lake and I said one of the longest funeral services that I have attended because of the traffic. It almost took us one hour to travel to the, to the cemetery. The longest uh, funeral service. Thank you. Only Joshua and Caleb of the old, old generation were permitted to enter the Canaan land. <clears throat> there were 600 men came out who came out of Egypt. Only two were allowed to enter uh, just one Caleb from the old generation because they had trusted God and, and opposed the decision of the nation to turn back to, uh, at Cadiz Barnea. Now, 
you will learn that even Moses was forbidden to go into the promised land because of his sin when he smote the rock instead of speaking to it. Numbers has an important spiritual lesson for Christians today. As explained in Hebrews chapter 3, Hebrews chapter 4, and 1 Corinthians chapter 10. God honors faith. Remember that. God honors faith and finishes, and, uh, and rather, and he judges unbelief. Those are the two things we need to learn. He honors faith, but he also uh, judges unbelief. At the root of all Israel's sin in the wilderness was unbelief. And you sum up everything and you, you, you give one word to describe it. It was unbelief. The problem was unbelief. They did not trust God's word at Kadesh Barnea. They doubted God's word and failed to enter into the uh, land to claim their inheritance. Instead of claiming Canaan by faith, they wandered in the wilderness in unbelief. They wandered in the wilderness in unbelief. In Numbers 13, verses 1 to 3, in your Bible, please, we find that uh, we read the sending of the spies here. And look at verse number 1. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, and they search, uh, that they may search the land. Verse 3. Moses by the commandment of the Lord sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads. So they, Moses, the Bible says, now sent out those people. He gave the order for them to search out the land. It's the Bible. Verse 17, Moses sent them to spy the land. Here's a question we need to settle here. Now, uh, the question is this whose idea it was was it that to send in the spies i ask you was it the idea of god because you read it here the lord told moses send the spies moses sent them out twice but whose idea is that to send them uh, in to search out the land now although we we get the impression here that it is god's idea Ang tinood, we find that God was only responding to the request. Listen to the account in Deuteronomy chapter 1, please, verse 20 to 22. Deuteronomy chapter 1, and we will compare here. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, look at verse number 20 to 22. And I said, as he reviews what happened 40 years ago, this is the last book of the Pentateuch and Moses was reviewing what actually happened 40 years ago. And in verse number 22, it says there, as you look at verse number 20, and I, and I said unto you, ye are come unto the mountain of the Amorites, which the Lord our God that gave us. Behold, Moses said, he said that 40 years ago. The Lord thy God hath set the land before thee. Go up and possess it as the Lord uh, of thy God of thy father hath said unto thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Verse 22. 
and ye came near unto me, every one of you. That shows that before the actual sending of the 12 spies, leaders of every tribe, something happened before that. Now let me clarify that. So wala pagipadala ni Moses ang 12 spies, there was something that took place between Moses and the children of Israel. Every one of you came to me. I told you before. And now we possess, you have come to the mountains of the Amorites. All at once, let us go in and possess it. But the problem was, each one of you came to me. You suggested to me. You wanted to send men so that they may find out whether the promise of God was true or not. I ask you again. Kinsa tong idea na padadaan nila og spies ang yuta nga gisaad sa Gino. Whose idea was it? Was it God's idea? Yes or no? It was there originally. Originally, it was their idea. It was their idea. It was not God's idea to send spies into the land. The sending in of the spies denoted a weakness and a fear on the part of the people. So let us settle that. And so, originally, ang problema sa ilang kasing-kasing. Their request for spies reveals a lack of faith on their part. They were not trusting him. They had already been in and, and spied out the land. Uh, God himself was already been in and spied the land and he knew all about it. Ang ginoon na kay Balo sa sitwasyon sa promised land or he would not have sent them into the land unless he knew they could take it. And so there was no problem with God. What an important message is this for us karun nga gabi, karun nga buntag. We are really walking, are we really walking by faith? Of course, we need to take precautions. But, there was, there is a time when we need, when we do need to commit our way unto the Lord. We need to commit, Psalm 37 verse 5, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall, he shall bring it to pass. You and I need to come to the place in our lives when we commit our way to Him and trust Him completely. Trust Him completely and all of God's people say Amen. These people have come to that place but, but the, at this time, they're not trusting God. They're, they're, uh, they had a problem. They decided to go ahead and uh, we, we find this to be another instance where God yields to the desires of His people. Remember, bantay mo. Because if you insist on doing uh, sa inyong kaugalingon kabubuton, God may permit it. God may allow it. Young people, kumamugos good mo, anang tall and tall, dark and handsome, nga maski dililawas ko ni pamugos yun yung nag-ampo, sige no Lord, sige na Lord, kay, taas kay sa ilong, ginoo, tall, dark, handsome kay ginoo, sige na good, ginoo. Sige, ginoo mo, ipamugos na, ihatag na, sige no, si Muha. 
Look at the children of Israel. They demanded for a king. God says, you don't need to have a king. But they insisted again and again and again. God gave them Saul. And so the people here, remember they, they wanted to do, to, to, to send out some spies to search out the land. And so we need to remember this. And uh, um, this is something that should remind us today. And they have come to that place, but they're not trusting God. They decide to send out spies to find out what lay ahead of them. We find this to be another instance where God, I'm repeating this, yields to the desire of his people. He permits them to do this thing. Psalm 106 verse 15 describes this account. He gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. Sent leanness into their soul. Leanness means dissatisfaction. It means disgust. Numbers 11 verse 33. This is what we call permissive will of God. Bantayan ni muna. Permissive will. Okay, go ahead. Okay, gusto ni muna. Di kapapugong. Go ahead. When they demanded for divorce, Old Testament, God uh, allowed them the bill of divorce, but it was because of the hardness of their heart. It was not God's will. Now, looking at the, number one, looking at the whole story here, we find two kinds of people possessing two kinds of attitude. Two kinds of people possessing two kinds of attitude. Positive and negative attitude. And the unbelief is simply having a negative attitude. Duha ka klase dire attitude. Dunay positive attitude, dunay negative attitude, and negative attitude expresses expresses unbelief. Two prisoners, duha ka piniriso, they look from their prison cell one night, one saw the mud, one one saw mud, and the other saw stars. Both in the same cell. Both were prisoners. Both looked out at the same time. What made the difference? Their attitude. Their attitude. Consider how our attitude can make our circumstances. In Numbers 13 and Numbers 14, we find three main groups of people. Number one, the ten spies with the negative report. Number two. The congregation that believed them. Number three, Joshua and Caleb with the positive attitude. Let me repeat. The ten spies with negative report. The congregation that believed them. And then thirdly, Joshua and Caleb with the positive attitude. Now let us look at the attitude of the ten spies. In Numbers 13, 26 please. Numbers 13 verse number 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel and to the wilderness uh, of Paran and then verse 27 and they told and said we came into the land whether thou sendest us and surely it flow it floweth with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it nevertheless nevertheless the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Enoch there. The children of giants. 
the tall people and uh, uh, so remember this they, they implied God's word is null and void God said it flows with milk and honey yes it's true it's a fertile land but there is a problem their cities are walled and the people there eat the inhabitants thereof in verse 31 we are not able verse number 31 then the man that went up with, 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 with him said we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we and uh, the word null and void means without value they, they were considering the word of God as without effect the word of God has no legal effect and to be considered therefore as if, uh, as if he did not, it, it, it did not exist. The word of God, the word of they question it, verse 31, we are not able, we be not able. So when you refuse to believe the word of God, you lose all your strength to move on. You lose all your energy to fight. Simply because you question the word of God. And so, you are totally defeated. They, they struck, actually they brought fear into the congregation of the people. The people of God were listening to them. Their words in trying to question the word of God, they simply struck their hearts with fear and unbelief. See the this, this ten spies suddenly shifted from negative report to a report of exaggeration. A report called falsehood, fake news, so to speak. Evil and, and fear in their hearts. And uh, they shamefully uh, liken God's people to grasshoppers. Ano tawag si Binisaya sa grasshoppers? Class? Dulon. Say, dulon gani mo, atake na uh, by thousands and by in fact millions muatakin ng dulon pero if you are aware kung taga kung taga bukid mo kebalo ka nga naay usang murag dulon ang naong niya ayang pako murag yung dulon ang naong everything 100% perdili sa dulon kung siya tawag hana maurag yung naong and uh, usually Ang, ang kana nga mananap would content to be alone unlike sa dulon kapatimbaga pero kana ang tawag na mo na apan-apan ilan mo na apan-apan murag dulon masay pa ni mog dulon pero siya ang usa mao problema na to makistuhanon ang tan-aw na to sa promise si Gino apan lagi ang Ginoo maayo kayo apan lagi puros apan-apan dili dulon Purus apan-apan. We look like grasshoppers in their sight. Pwede ta tamak-tamakan sa mga higante. Unsa man ta. We are, we are nothing but, but the people of God were compared to itawag nga grasshoppers. The attitude of the congregation. Look at verse number 1 to chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. All the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, 
Would to God that we have died in the land of Egypt or in this wilderness. They murmured against God. They murmured against Moses. Usually, Moni, dapat bantayan sa pastor. And that is the burden sa pastor. Pag ang makakatawahan sa Ginoo, if the people of God would begin to feel dissatisfied sa Diyos, ang makakatawahan sa Diyos, when they begin to doubt God, they begin to question God, unang maigo, kaya hindi man nila makita ang Diyos, ang tao sa Diyos. So they murmured against God and against Moses. They find satisfaction in bombarding the man of God. Asa naman itong Diyos nga mag-isulti Moses, ikaw ra bagi nagdaladala sa mudriha, namunit sila og bato. The Bible says the entire camp wept that night and murmured against Moses and Aaron. This act of murmuring was, was far more than complained or, or grumbling. It was more like a both of no confidence because they had no longer trusted their leaders and wished to choose a new leader to go back to Egypt. Let's go back to Egypt. And uh, we find this, uh, uh, when we find this new leader, uh, everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. We cannot go forward with this old man of God. And we, we like to have a, some new ideas, pro, progressive kind of idea. We'd like to have a new kind of music, a new kind of translations of the Bible, a new kind of worship. We cannot go forward with this old-fashioned man of God. They despise God and His Word. Not only the man of God, but His Word. Look at verse number 31, please. In, in Numbers 13, look at verse number 31. And um, your little ones, which you should, uh, should be pray, them will I bring in and they shall know the land which ye have what? The land which ye have despised. By the way, the word despised means to reject with disdain, to reject with contempt, in which way they despise him or they despise the land. Which way? Number one, they accuse God on the ground of falsehood. They accuse God on ungodly motives. And uh, they condemn the land. God uh, promised to them as a land of death. said, the land which they dwell in, that land which you are bringing us into, eateth up the inhabitants thereof. You see, positive attitude convinces us to appreciate our blessings. Negative attitude, however, brings judgment on us. None of you shall enter. Look at the attitude of just one, Caleb. Look at verse chapter 14, verse number 7, please. Chapter 14, and verse number 7 to verse number 9. They spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then we will, He will bring us into that land and give it to us, a land which floweth with honey. Only rebel not ye against the land. And ye are, for they are bread. They are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear not. They are bread. Why? Notice in the book of Joshua, the moment they came 
there they came into the land the Bible says they it was harvest time harvest time harvest time the manna had quit falling from heaven but it was harvest time you know what I what I feel and harvest me to Glansonis the other Monday 15 kabukag ng Lansonis iperting daga agbunga ko Lord we're like the children of Israel tagaan minimo o campsite nga perting daghan agbunga hangtod karon perting daghan pag rambutan masin sa katrak na pay rambutan dito pay kamo isaka kay dagag lampinig piting piting taasa day you know so God says you despise this land this is supposed to be a blessing to you and this, the land is bread for us. So, just when Caleb daughters spied the same land, but their report differed from the report brought by the rest. They had different spirit. Because they had different spirit. Chapter 14, look at verse number 24, please. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit, now, small letters, and that could be attitude. The reason why just one Caleb will live because of their different spirit or different attitude. What made them different? They had two things. They guarded their hearts, no matter what. And if you look into the book of Joshua, chapter 14, six times, six times it was said of Caleb, but he wholly, entirely followed the Lord. That means his heart was on it. For 45 years, since the day he was sent by Moses, every day he claimed it inside his heart. He claimed it inside his heart. He claimed it. He claimed it. What made them different? Number one, they guarded their hearts. Their hearts were strengthened by the word of God. Their hearts were filled with the precepts, the promises, precious promises of the word of God. Number two, they had fully trusted God against all odds. Positive attitude help us to trust God against all odds. Tanang babag si mong kinabuhi. Sa tanang negatibo mga butang. Negative attitudes makes our hearts vulnerable and exposable to despair. But thank God if you have a heart that believes God and trusts God's promises, you will be strong. You will be strong to face the challenges of life. Second point is this, unbelief is a terrible sin that God expects us to overcome by His grace. Look at chapter 3, please. In, in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse number 8. Exodus 3, look at verse number 8. Exodus 3, verse number 8, in your Bible, please. There it says, and I come down to deliver them. This is the original <coughs> call God made to Moses. Moses, I am come down to deliver them out of the land of Egypt or the Egyptians to bring them out of that land and to a land of land and good land and large and to land flowing in milk and honey. We say, praise God. God is good. God was bringing them into the land, good land, and uh, abundant land and then you find period there period there look at this place 
big periods of verse number 8, chapter 3, verse 8, I am come down to deliver them out of the land of Egypt and to bring them out of that land unto what land? Good land and large unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Milk and honey. You don't stop there. Unto a place of the Canaanites, the Hebites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, and and Hebites and the Jebusites, all kinds of sites are there. Now, we need to understand this. When God met Moses at the burning bush and promised, uh, promised to use him to bring Israel out of the bondage in Egypt, note both parts of that promise. The lamb is good, flowing with milk and honey, and, but it has also a group of strange, threatening people living there. Ten spies came back and reported both sides that the, the, of that promise. But rather than believing God's promise by going into the land to fight, they focused on the giants and rejected God's promise. That's the problem. We find in this story at least three things if we are to overcome the terrible sin of unbelief. Three things. Yes, it was true. The giants are there. They are fierce kind of people. And they, they are people that, that will not make friends with God's people. They are the enemies of God's people. But they also forgot the promises of God. The promises of God. Three things we need to understand here. Three things. Number one, you must realize that unbelief is a terrible sin. Unbelief is a terrible sin that would rob us of God's blessing. If you allow doubt, if you allow unbelief to settle down in your heart, remember this, you are committing sin. It is a terrible sin that would rob us of blessing. Unbelief is a terrible sin because it is the root of all sins. Unbelief is an open denial of God's word. Unbelief rejects God's promises. You read the Bible, unbelief says that's not true. That's not true. Tukana, tukana. And uh, it robs us of God's blessing. Number two, unbelief is a dangerous sin because it is deceptive. It spreads easily and quickly. It influences quickly other people. Unbelief has a way of spreading us it plays on the people, uh, on people's fear. Let's go back. We, we cry, we cry. All the congregation, all the children of Israel, you see, they, they question God. In chapter 13, verse number 32, in your, in your Bible, please, in the book of Numbers 13 and verse number 32, it says there, And they brought up evil, an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, the land through which we have gone to search it, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. They are giants, they are big people, tall people. 
all people. The unbelief of the ten spies is nothing but cowardice. And uh, this guys as prudence. Kunuhay mga 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 bright kunuhay. And so you know we suggest. And they, it seems they they the it seems like a voice of sanity. Murag tarong. Everything you say, everything you do, no matter how you disguise it, you, yourself to be somebody if they are against the word of God, they are foolishness. They said, these people are really big. They are too strong for us. Listen to us. You know what? The, the whole congregation listened to them because they seem to be sounding right. Murag tarong kayo. It spreads into millions of people. It came into their ears and then sunk into their heart and the whole congregation was willing to believe them and to follow them. They set aside, the problem is, they have set aside the word of God. That is where the problem begins. When we listen to the wisdom of men, to the suggestions of men, instead of listening to the word of God. Instead of listening to the word of God. And uh, the easiest, the most prudent plan they suggested is to go back to Egypt. The easiest way is to quit. Turn your backs on God, then everything is finished. Your problems is finished. Your need is met. Remember this. Just turn your back, quit on God, and everything is done. They thought they can solve their problems that way, and they were actually they were they were actually committing a sin that will lead their lives into total ruin. The devil will always love to tell you the easiest way to solve your problem is quit. Stop fighting, stop involving, stop going forward, and all of your problems will be gone. All of your problems will be gone. Look at how Satan causes people to believe in his lies. By simply attacking the word of God. Unbelief would always have to exalt your problems through exaggeration and try to minimize God's power to keep his promises. Ang higante, nine foot lang. Goliath was nine feet something. Ang higante, ngayon lang dapit ang ulo. Nahimong nitupong na sa lubi. Why? Ang mata sa higanting ay kadako, nahimo ng pertin dako ah. Ang tuhod sa higanting ah, ingani lang siro kadako ang iyang tuhod. Ning baba ning electric pan, nahimo ng perting dako ang tuhod. 
Ang ngipon sa yante nga ni Kadako, na yung magpeting ako. Doon ito yung nagwali ba silang simbahan. Nang siya sa sinugdan, mahigala, gibuhat sa Diyos ang langit o giyuta. Malintanon ba siya? So, mati problema niya. Niya, gibuhat niya ang tao sa ikakwarinta kaadlaw. Sobra na. Diba, six days, uh, ano lang man, ikasix days, gihibot niya ang tao. Kwarinta na iha. Kunya, kunya, gibuhat sa Diyos, order of creation. Kunya, gibuhat niya ang lalaki, gibuhat po niya ang babae, gikan sa gusok sa lalaki, kunya, usakaadlaw niya, gidool siya o bitin. Bitin nga dosintos kadupa. Petin taasa. So, gibuhat sa iyahang sa iyahang trusted nga tao, gibutangan o kanang taga bitaw, nagigamit sa pag-facing ano, hook, sa kung masayop ka na ika, akong birahon, o niya, kung musubra ka o mukulang, akong birahon, sa dunay bitin nga, 50 ka dupa, birag mayon til, pertin na sakita siya til, sa dili di ay mahigala, 30 ka dupa, Ay, dili dahi may gala, bainti ka dupas. Supra gihapon. Si Asa mangyod. Dili dahi may gala, si Tinta ka dupas, nisamot mangyod. Tungod sa kasakit niya, sa mga higala, ang tinood, why bitin? Usahay kung kita, mutan out of circumstantia, mudako, exaggeration. Mudako na mudako, ang mata sa higante. Midako nga midako, ang kamot sa higante. Unya atong Dios nga dako, migamay nga migamay nga migamay nga migamay. To overcome unbelief, you can look at the facts. It's there. Yes, there are giants. Yes, the cities are walled. Yes, there are always challenges. We have to remember this: that there are always challenges we face in life. However, we can always put them in the perspective of God's promises and God's power. However big the problem is, you can always look at the problem through God's eyes. Look it in God's perspective, and in the perspective, I mean, of God's power and God's promises. Just when Caleb saw the same giants that the ten spies saw, but they saw the giants from the perspective of God's promise. God has given them the land. God has given them the land. Thirdly, because I have no more time, there are four things that will enable us to overcome temptation. Four things that will overcome, help us overcome the temptation of unbelief. Four things in verse 13, chapter 13, I mean. From verses 1 to 16, God's promise. No matter what, believe God's promise. From verses 17 to 22, God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. God's promise. God's faithfulness. From verses 23 to 27, God's generosity. They have seen truly the land that God was going to give them. Truly a land flowing with milk and honey. Yes. 
God is good. He gives us. He's the giver of life. Every good gift cometh from above. And God, there is no variableness. God will not change His mind. God is not a changeable God. There is no variableness of changing. He that spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall we not with Him also freely give us all things? We have God's promises, verses 1 to 16. Verses 17 to 22, God's faithfulness. Verses number 23 to 27, God's generosity. And the most important thing we claim here, verses 28 to 33, God's power. Those are the four things we need to overcome unbelief. And they're all well established in, in Numbers 13. We say God's promises. God cannot lie. Whatever He says, He will do it. And He's able to do it. We stand on God's promises. Number two, whatever He has promised, He will always be true. He will always be faithful to fulfill what He has said. God's faithfulness. And then verses 23-27, we can always claim God's generosity. Keep on asking and asking and asking. God will not get tired of listening to us. And the most important thing we claim this morning is God's power. For me to face unbelief, I need God's promise. I need to claim God's promise. And I'm glad that God is faithful. God is faithful. I'm glad that the God I serve is a God who gives. And He gives, and He gives, and He gives again and again and again. He's never tired of listening to my prayer. He's never tired of, of pouring the blessings in my life. And the most important thing among the four is God's power. Verses 28-33. The majority of the spies report that there are giants in the land. And that's true. With our strength, we are unable, but we'll do it. We will do it. He's sovereign. He's going to display His power. We know that with this promise, with this power, we will prevail. We can have it. Psalm 146, verse 5. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Psalm 72 verse 18, Blessed be the God and the God of Israel who only doeth wondrous things in the behalf of His people. My help cometh from above. Yes. Psalm 121 verse number 1 to 8. You, know, you, you need to remember this. Overcome the sin of unbelief by fully believing God's promises. This book. Trust God by faith. Hope in God's generosity. His goodness, His blessing. Believe in His power. Ephesians 1.19 And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us who believe? According to the working of His mighty power. I close. Moses, stand up here. You are a nobody. You cannot speak well. You have no ability to lead. Yes, he said he was. 
by Moses, listen to this, with God's power. God's power will touch your mouth. God's power will build you and make you the most powerful leader in the entire history of God's people. The strongest, the wisest leader who ever lived was Moses. In spite of his infirmities, in spite of, uh, in spite of, all, of all your excuses. But Moses, you can become the greatest leader who ever lived. You can conquer Moses. Why? Why? God's power. You have God's power at your disposal. Moses said, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh? That I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. God's power, Moses. God's power is available. You are nobody. But in Exodus chapter 7 verse 1, You are nobody. Yes, I agree on that. But Exodus 7 verse 1, but, but with the power of God, God said, I will make thee a God, a God unto Pharaoh. You will perform miracles that will provide, uh, that, will, that will prove to all the gods, the thousands and hundreds of the gods of Egypt, that they are nothing. You have the power of God. Gideon, you're a nobody. But you can conquer. By the power of God, you'll be, it will enable you. The power of God, it will help you. 300 men will defeat the Midianites. You don't need 30,000. You don't need 10,000. All you need is 300 men. You can defeat the Midianites because of the power of God. David, you're only a boy. A small boy, untrained. You have no background in a military uh, uh, field. But you can face the giant. You're going to defeat him. Why? You have the power of God. You have the power of God. Peter, he used to be called Simon. And Simon means weak as water. First time he met Christ, Jesus told him, Thou art Simon, but thou shalt be called Cephas, which being interpreted a stone. Because of the power of God. God's power is available. We claim God's promises. We claim God's faithfulness. We claim today God's generosity. And most of all, we claim God's power. And that power has the power to save your soul. In John 1 verse number 12. But as many as receive him. To them gave he the power, the authority, the privilege to become the sons of God. Receive Jesus Christ. You may feel you have, uh, you have inability in you. Insufficiency living in you. Your strength is not enough. Your, your wisdom is not enough. But with the wisdom of God, with the blessing of God, with the faithfulness of God, with the promises of God, with the generosity of God, you can by the power of God today. Let us all stand, please. In a moment, we will, give, we will be giving an invitation. I just wonder today how many of us would just simply claim, by the grace of God, those four things we find in this chapter. So, Pastor Ying I, there have been times that I had put my focus on the negative things 
the realities of the problem and and i have so focused myself to the negative things of life that i have forgotten the promises of god i have forgotten the faithfulness of god i have forgotten somehow that my god is a generous god i have forgotten that my god is a god of power and no one can alter god no one can change god how many of us christians would say pastoring i i claim those four things in my life by the grace of god his promises his faithfulness his generosity his power raise your hand please Amen. God bless you. I, I see those hands. In your home today, as wing, I, I claim God's promise, His promises, His faithfulness, His generosity. I claim His power today. You are watching us in your home. Let the Word of God sink deeply in your heart. If you've never been saved, you receive the power of God to save. When Brother Jethro gives the invitation, we have decision cards on the benches. Now, if you have made a decision, just sit down and pray during the invitation. You don't have to come forward. Just sit down and, and take those one of those decision cards and please let us know the decisions you have made, Brother Jethro. Pastor Ingai for that wonderful message. This morning, God's promises, God's faithfulness, God's generosity, and God's power. The Bible says in Matthew 13, verse 58, And He did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Christians, we must be careful with our hearts. And this morning, you know, if the Lord is, if the Holy Spirit is moving your heart, if there is any ounce or any speck of unbelief that's working in your heart, go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord's forgiveness. Lord, have mercy upon me. Forgive me. Forgive my unbelief. Turn my unbelief into prayer and to faith, and to trusting all your promises, trusting all your faithfulness, your generosity, your power. And if you are not yet saved, this morning may be the day of your salvation. You can trust the power of God to, to save the unbelievers, to save the sinners. All you have to do is trust the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's sing verse number one, Brother Mark. Let's What's sing the song, called? Just As I Am. Let's sing, just as, I, just as I Am. Let's sing verse number one. Just as I am without one you can just sit plea, but thy blood washes for 
for you me. can be saved by simply trusting and the Lord Jesus Christ. Thou you finished the work that's already been done. Salvation is not through our work, but through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. All you God have to do is believe on that finished work there on Mount Calvary. Before we sing the next verse, the message is very clear. There's one thing that we need to keep in our hearts and our minds. Keep on trusting. Keep on trusting. Keep on trusting. God has given us the promise. God has given us, kumbaga, the promised land for us Christians. We have the Bible. God has promised us the power, the, His generosity, His faithfulness. But sometimes of, we have this unbelief, we have this worry, we have this fear. We can easily turn back to the to the place where we've been. We can easily turn back to Egypt. We can easily run away and quit. But today, let's make a decision. Let's make a decision to keep on trusting. Next verse, Brother Mark. Please. Verse 2. Just as I am and waiting not to read my soul of one dark blood, he whose blood can cleanse each spot O Lamb of God I come I come And God's people say Amen. Thank you very much Pastor for that wonderful message no? and indeed uh, blessed us inside sa pulong sa gino karong adlawa and uh, at this time, uh, by the way, let me remind everyone that this uh, be back here, not 5 p.m., but 3.30 in the afternoon. Again, three, we will start our afternoon service at 3.30 in the afternoon. And after the prayer, after the closing prayer, please, dilita mag diretso diretso natay ipalong procedure or the process, no? Starting dere, sunod dere, and then next day, Okay. So let's bow our heads and let's be dismissed with a word of prayer. Father God in heaven, we come to you this morning. We thank you so much, O oh God, for giving us the life of the children of Israel as examples for us to follow. Especially, Lord, the life of the attitude and the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. That despite the, the giants, despite the, uncer the uncertainties that they are going to face in the land of promised. They remained faithful. They stayed true. They stayed uh, faithful. They trusted in your promises. They trusted in your power. They trusted in your faithfulness. They, just, they trusted in your generosity, dear Lord. May we as your people, O oh God, forgive us from all our unbelief. Forgive us from all our doubts and worries. And we pray, dear Father, increase our faith strengthen our faith dear father revive us once again 
and that we as your people will be uh, revived and be a shining light in this dark world where people who are lost will see the light of Jesus Christ in our lives. Even we pray, dear Father, as we dismiss, we pray for your protection, we pray for your guidance, we pray that you keep us safe and bring us back for another service this afternoon, O oh Father. We commit everything to your hands. We thank you for the victory. And despite of the interruptions in our live streaming, still we thank you that there are people who made decisions for thee. Thank you for everything, dear Father, and we bring back all the glory and praises to thee. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much for watching our live streaming and see you this afternoon.